We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. There's a high fly ball. Welcome back to the Meyer Jensen Sports Open Line. And it's a gunner. Big fly, Nolan Arenado. Meyer Jensen, a personal injury law firm, because sometimes the gloves have to come off. MeyerJensen.com. And the Billikens win this one. Touchdown, Kansas City. On America's Sports Voice, KMOX. Until 8 o'clock tonight, and you can follow on Twitter if you have any comments or questions or thoughts or whatever. Go ahead and do that at Chris Ranji throughout the show. We'll get back to discussing the Major League Baseball lockouts in just a little bit. But right now, we're going to take some time to talk Blues hockey with Lou Korak, who covers the team for NHL.com. You can follow him on Twitter at LKorak10. And Lou joins us on KMOX. Good evening, Lou. What's up? Hello, Christopher. Does anybody call you Christopher, or did I just make you angry? Uh, no, I'm not mad about it. Uh, <laughs> my mom does sometimes. Um, well, uh, maybe a, Yeah, every now and then a, a nice lady might call me Christopher. No, oh, when when okay. she's when she's flirting. Otherwise, uh, 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 yeah. Well, I'm sorry to disappoint you then. So. <laughs> Buddy, you have never one time disappointed me, except for the one time I tried to meet you at Serbfest and you said, I'm gone already. I know. I know. I was bummed out by that because I was looking forward to a shot with you, but oh well, next time. Oh, yeah. We'll do that next time. That's okay, my friend. We will uh, get the good stuff next time. Absolutely. Absolutely. What's going on? What do you got for me? Well, I don't know what you got for me because the Blues, uh, what, they've won now? They've won now four of their last five games. They got they got Buffalo coming yeah. into town tomorrow. So it's always fun, I think, to face a team that you made a significant trade with and, uh, you know, and like have that player do so well in your own franchise, in your own system. And, and now that team's coming to town and they're probably like, oh, man. You know, wish this wasn't happening, but they, they will have the Sabres and Ryan O'Reilly and Tage Thompson on the other side. Now that's all happening tomorrow at enterprise. Yeah. And you know what, um, Chris Tage Thompson's, uh, doing quite well. Yeah. He's looking good. Yeah. And you know what you kind of, I even figured this back when this happened, you just, you thought that there was going to be some potential there with him and it's finally, you know, coming to light here this year. I mean, he le- he's tied with the team lead in goals, I believe, with uh, Jeff Skinner at 20. He's their team leader in points with 38 and 48 games, if uh, yep. my memory serves me right from when I was looking at their stats today. And, yeah, I mean, he's he's playing well for, you know, obviously the, the team not doing all that great, which, you know, pretty Buffalo Sabres-like uh, here in the last, what, decade or so, maybe longer, I don't know. It's uh it's been a it's been a tough time for him, but I mean, you know, at least at least Sabres fans can I don't know maybe take a little bit of solace in the fact that the Blues just didn't completely just step all over their faces in this trade. I mean, for for the longest time there, that's kind of been the view. I mean, but you had to allow some of this to pan out because there was you know some draft picks involved as well, and you know depending on 
what Buffalo has been able to do with these draft picks. You got to kind of let this play out. And Tage Thompson was a young guy at the time, so you you had to let allow some development there. But you know, when you go out and get the premier player in the trade, and they turn right around and win a Stanley Cup, I mean, it's just it was just basically an ambush of uh, I guess embarrassments for the Sabers. You know how the Blues just completely bamboozle them with this trade and I mean you know I don't you know they're never going to win this trade let's let's put it that way I mean unless Tage Thompson just goes out and you know in his career and the Sabres win two three Stanley Cups and the Blues don't do anything ever again well then maybe there's an argument there to be made but uh, you know it's good to see because there was always that potential for Tage Thompson to uh, develop into a nice NHL player has always had the size and you just wonder if it was ever going to come to fruition and you're, you're starting to see it. So it's good for him and, you know, good for them that, you know, they got, you know, something serviceable out of that. And, uh, you know, it it should be, it should serve as a little bit of motivation for him coming in here tomorrow night and probably come in here and play with a little bit of confidence now, knowing that, you know, it's always one of those situations where you want to show the team that uh, traded you away. Hey, you know, here's who I am. I've got some game and uh, you know, he'll have a little bite to his game tomorrow night. And and even if it does work out like that, where he becomes that that player that we're talking about, and he's still young. I mean, he's not going to be twenty five until you know the fall. So you're looking at somebody who who still does have quite a bit of of ability and time to realize that. But no matter what, I think at worst the Blues and the Sabers have an equal trade. That's the worst case scenario for the Blues is that it works out well for both teams because once yeah. you win a cup. Like that's nothing else matters, right? Right, and and yeah, and like I mentioned to you before, you know, the Blues go right out and win an, and win the cup, so they got exactly what they wanted out of it. I mean, you needed and were looking for a centerman at the time, somebody that was multi-dimensional, somebody that can provide you adequate to above uh, average offense, which Ryan O'Reilly gave them more than that, a guy that can be a you know, a defensive specialist, which he has been more than that, a guy that you're going to have on the ice when the game is on the line to win a face-off for you, one of the premier face-off guys, which is more than that. So, yeah, I mean, you know, if the Blues don't do anything else moving forward here, they got exactly what they wanted out of this. I mean, and you look at some of the other pieces that went back to Buffalo. I mean, Vladimir Sabotka is out of the league. Patrick Berglund is out of the league. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't know what some of the, you know some of the other draft picks that they got involved where they're at in their prog- progression and what they're doing, but uh, you know just from a Tage Thompson standpoint, you know they have to be happy with what they've gotten so far. And like you said, I mean he's uh, you know he's just starting to hit his stride here, and probably is only going to get better. So I mean it, you know if you're looking at him now as a 20 goal guy, I mean. Could he be a 30-goal guy for him? You never know. I mean, you know, you're look, you're thinking at least 25 to 30 this year, no doubt about it, and uh, at the very least, and moving forward, maybe he can be that guy for you. But, yeah, you're right. We'll see. You know, if it even wind, turns out to be at the best-case scenario for them and even Steven trade, great. The Blues would, even, would take that. I mean, when you, when you look at these trades, uh, both teams are looking to get something out of it, and uh, certainly the Blues have, and, Buffalo is waiting to get something out of it for them. Visiting with Lou Korak on KMOX. It's been a pretty busy month in terms of contractual stuff for the Blues. Uh, uh, the big one is Craig Berube, who signs the extension. Bortuzzo, you know, he got an extension as well. So 
as you look at the team's outlook over the next three-year period, and, and right now there's only one team in the conference that has more points, and it's Colorado, who's who's kind of always right there, you know. Um, they just never seem to go deep enough in the playoffs, but they're you know they're at the top in the regular season. So as you look at the the longer term outlook for the team, next couple of years, three seasons, how good of a place is this team in? I think they're good contractually because, and this was, you know, something that I've taken a look at. They only have, um, if I, if my memory again serves correctly, um, beyond the this season and next, I believe they only have five players under contract beyond that. If, if again, if my memory serves me right, maybe, maybe, maybe maybe six or seven at, at the top. And, well, Bortuzzo, you mentioned him. There you go. He's another one. So I have yeah. to throw him in there. But at least five guys that I know, uh, Braden Shen, Pavel Buchnevich, Brandon Saad off the top of my head among the forwards or are the only players, are the only forwards that have contracts beyond next season. And you're looking at Justin Falk, uh, Tori Krug, okay, and Colton Pareko. Uh, so you've got, you know, you've got a handful, six, seven guys there. So I think they're in good shape. Um, Doug Armstrong's just not one of those guys that typically, you know, not, not everybody that comes up for extensions or needs a contract that's just handing out, you know, six, seven, eight-year contracts like Halloween candy just doesn't do it. So, you know, but, you know, you're, you, may, you heard the names that I didn't mention in there, and you're talking about guys like Ryan O'Reilly. Vladimir Tarasenko. That's yeah. you know, Tarasenko's a whole different story, but um, but they are Barbashev and Sunquist. I think yeah. are in that group too. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, but you know, they are in a good spot. It's it's for the simple fact that they don't have anybody. And I bring up maybe the Chicago Blackhawks, probably the biggest biggest example you can use of guys that have big contracts, big, uh, big salary cap hits like Taves and Kane at 10 and a half million. The blues don't have those guys. I mean, they're, you know, their top cap hit guys are O'Reilly and Tarasenko. What are they going to do when those guys come up? If, especially if a guy like Tarasenko is still on the team beyond this year, um, that's a good, you know, that's a question that, and that's a challenge that Doug Armstrong's going to have to approach, but not real huge contracts where you're looking at them and, and you're going, that's very, very unreasonable. Montreal's got a guy, Carey Price, who's a $10 million cap hit. That's a lot of money to have tied up in just one goaltender. That's, you know, for when you're looking at an $81.5 million salary cap hit for a team and one guy's taken up an eighth of that, that's a lot, you know, but the Blues just yeah. don't have that. So, yeah, I think they're in a good position where they're going to be able to kind of keep this train rolling. Um what impresses me the most, Chris, about all this is, is that, uh, and somebody had even uh, brought this up to me the other day, that, um, you know, the Blues typically don't draft very high. You know, they don't have guys that they're picking in the top 10. Alex Petrangelo is the last guy they picked that was a top 10 pick, and yet they still are able to produce good, solid prospects. Look where they, you get Robert Thomas. Look where you get Jordan Cairo. These are kind of your up-and-coming guys. So they're able to get guys on – reasonable contracts and they're while they're still able to develop and and again I bring up Chicago you see what's happened to them they win the three Stanley Cups and now they've kind of hit the bottom here and you know just well there's so much going on there that you know that that's a whole another topic for us that we can discuss but 
you know, you're basically rebuilding that franchise uh, just because of uh, some of the cash strap contracts that you've had. So you got to give credit to Doug Armstrong and, uh, and their management team, the way they've been able to handle this all and to still keep the team competitive uh, for consecutive years, because it's very hard to do in a cap era. Lou, before we let you go, I want you to tell the people that don't know, um, tell, tell them about that, about that uh, Serbian beverage they need to think about. <laughs> oh, well. to, uh, it's a, to celebrate, and you don't want to have much of it. It's just, it's a celebration. It's a celebration beverage, and it's it's wonderful. Well, it is. I mean, it's uh, it can make you it can make you feel very good. Let's put it that way. Slivovitz. Slivovitz. Yes, there it that's is. That's the one. <laughs> that's the one. And uh, there's different variations, obviously, yeah, yeah. and uh, depending on what suits you best. But uh, yeah, well, if anybody ever is gets a chance to come down to Serbfest, uh, hopefully when things you know, start getting back to normal here again. Uh, if hit me up or hit you up and uh, yeah, hit us we'll, up. We'll we'll take care we'll of you. We'll be at the yeah, same absolutely. table. Is it uh, <laughs> what is it? Usually like June or July, right? Uh no, actually, it's usually in that uh, first, the second weekend of August. It used to be. Oh, it's in August. Years okay. ago, yeah, years ago when when we first started that, it was always in September, and the okay. weather would always tend to be it would be hit or miss whether it be crummy weather or not but i guess you know when you have it in august you're guaranteed of having you know nice weather outside it's going to be warm and well, people can get out and enjoy so i mean uh, you your nice is not my nice uh, i'm not down with 105 and well 200 no. percent humidity like i'm not no good with i'm that. not either no i'm with you on that i'm not either but right. i mean it beats it beats uh, when you're thinking uh, still in, in September, you can have uh, 70s or maybe low 80s. And sometimes you're dealing with, you know, 50s and cloudy and crummy outside. So there have been times where that's kind of altered the attendance and whatnot. So I don't know. They decided to move it in August. But that's another okay. topic for another day, too. So but okay. always good talking to you. You, you too, my friend. Uh, <laughs> take care and, and enjoy it. the game tomorrow. Absolutely. Sure. Yeah. One game and then right back on the road for four. Kind of a strange schedule for the Blues here, but uh, you got to keep trucking along here and got to keep banking points. That's the way they have to look at it. So see you, my man. Okay, Chris. Good talking to you. That is Lou Korak covers the Blues for NHL.com. L Korak 10 is how you can follow him. My Serbian brother. Um, you are listening to Sports Open Line. Kevin Wheeler is out. I'm in for him tonight. Tomorrow, we've got SLU basketball in this time slot. So there will not be any uh, Sports Open Line tomorrow. Um, you've got the Billikens, and they will play for you. And you can listen in right here on KMOX. We will talk to Jay Jaffe, who writes for Fangraphs. And um, if you've ever seen the projection system if you're into that sort of thing about player projections you may have seen jaws before he is the person who came up with that so he is um, a great baseball mind we'll talk to him about the lockout and, and you know if we don't get too deep in the weeds on the lockout hopefully we'll talk a little uh, cardinals upcoming season as well it, it'd be nice to be talking about the upcoming season and just that and not the prospect of there not being a season I just, I hate that we're here. I, this is not my favorite position to be in, and I'm certain that it is not yours either. But if you do want to visit with us, you've got the phone numbers to call, and you're welcome to do that. 
The the numbers are 314-436-7900-800-925-1120. I'm Chris Ranji on KMOX. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.